0: Quick programming note, our guest today is Kayla Harrison, and in this episode, we gave out the wrong date for her next fight. The correct date is Tuesday, December 31st at Madison Square Garden in New York City, where Kayla will be fighting for the PFL Lightweight Championship. It's happening a day after this episode comes out, so tune in to ESPN2 at 7 p.m. Eastern to support Kayla fighting for her championship belt on New Year's Eve. Now, on to the show. This is so cool. I had no idea you were a fighter. I thought you had two business ladies in there.
1: Yes, I wear my blazer today, so everyone would know. I'm not just a fighter. I'm business, too.
0: That's right. You're more than a fighter, for sure. That's it. Um, See, I get that energy. I get that energy. <laughs> Uh, Mike, you ready? Go for it! All right. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Evan Britton, and I'm Mike Tyson. And Mike, we got a great guest in here. Man, love having the strong females in here, getting that female perspective in the hot box. Kayla Harrison, Kayla fighter, of yes. the PFL, yes. Absolutely 5-0 and uh, 0 fighter
1: 5-0 and
0: 5-0 2-time yeah. Olympic champion Really? Gold yeah. medalist Congratulations Thank you 2-time gold Girl. medalist That's Thank very you impressive I'm yeah. supposed to
1: tell you my accolades otherwise Tell us some more Yeah, tell us Oh, wait, tell, tell you Where you want me to start at the beginning Where you want me to start no,
0: <laughs> Start at the beginning How <laughs> did you How say
2: about you Yeah Okay,
1: so I do judo yeah. So it's a Well, I used to do judo Like more grappling mm-hmm. I'm not a striker by any means um, But I started judo when I was 6 years old My mom took it in college, so when I was a little girl and I saw a karate commercial on TV, I was like running around the house, breaking shit, like just being a total menace and a maniac. And she was like, okay, I got to get you involved in something. And she knew how good judo was for self-discipline, self-defense. She took me to the local dojo, and I just fell in love with it. I mean, the first time I bowed on the mat, I loved learning how to fall, throwing the boys, all of it. Bye, I awesome. I wasn't very good. Well, Not when I first started.
0: So how did you get good?
1: Well, I went to my first tournament, and I lost in about 15 seconds. And then I went to another tournament, and I lost in about 30. And then I went to another, and I lasted a whole minute. And finally, like three years after I started, I went to this little local tournament. <laughs> there was probably like 100 people there. It was in Indiana. I grew up in Ohio. And, uh... I'll never forget, I beat this girl who always used to beat me. Her name was Nikki Schulteis. I still remember her name. And I got to stand on top of the podium, and my mom was at the bottom, like, taking pictures like she's the paparazzi. And, like, that's when I knew I didn't want to be an actor. I didn't want to be a doctor. I just wanted to throw people and be the best in the world at it. So I started training all the time. I mean, I was, like, nine years old. I started going, instead of three times a week, I would go every day. And then by the time I got to middle school, I was waking up early in the morning to train, and then going to the wrestling practice with the boys and doing my homework in the car on the way to judo at night. And by the time I was 14, I made the Olympic trials for the first time. Uh, And then when I was 16, I obviously told my mom some some bad news about my childhood. Um, I told her that I had been sexually abused by my coach since I was 8 years old. So from that point... Um, I was definitely a train wreck. I was a mess. Um, My mom pressed charges. The FBI got involved, and he served 10 years in a federal prison. But in the interim, she was left with this kid who just, like, I didn't get out of bed in the morning. You know, I didn't want to live. I was suicidal. I was depressed, angry. I hated the world. I hated my life. I thought it was my fault. Um, So she made a really tough decision, and we packed up a U-Haul, and I moved uh, 836 miles to Boston, Massachusetts um, The place where dreams come true, apparently And that's where I met my Olympic coaches um, Jimmy and his father, Big Jim And they really changed my life and they saved my life You know, they, uh, they took this 16-year-old kid Who had dreams and had goals but had no direction And they turned me into a two-time Olympic champion America's first
2: how do you feel about that? How do you feel about yourself? What's your illusion of yourself, your opinion of yourself about all this good mm. stuff?
1: Yeah, I feel like I, I'm pretty, I'm happy with where I am in life. I'm at peace. You know, I've forgiven. I've moved on. I started a foundation. I wrote a book to help educate. Um, I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish in the judo world. But I still feel like I'm meant for something more. You know, I feel like when you win the Olympics, especially in a sport like judo, you get a very small window of time where you get to leave an impact. And I'm not satisfied with that window. And I feel like MMA gives me a golden opportunity to have an even bigger impact and an even bigger window. I mean, the amount of, it's the fastest growing sport in the world. The amount of people who tune in and watch grows every day. So if I can get those eyes on me and if I can be so good they can't ignore me, then hopefully I can help... Be the change in the world that I want to see.
0: I mean, that's so incredibly courageous. (laughs) Thank you. You know, to have opened up about what you had been through, you know, to someone who could help.
1: Yeah, I mean, and listen, it's not like I'm not going to paint some picture like I'm this heroine or something. Like, I didn't want to. Mm. I hated my mom. I didn't want to talk to the police, I didn't want to go through the court process. I didn't want to move to Boston, I didn't want to do judo, I wanted to run away. I wanted to move to New York and serve you coffee at Starbucks, you know? I didn't want to be the golden girl. But um, I'm very fortunate that I had people around me who believed in me before I believed in myself. And they refused to allow me to accept mediocrity, you know? So it definitely takes a village and it definitely takes a special group of people to make make something out of what that was because it was a dark time it was a, a shitty thing i wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy but i truly believe everything happens for a reason and it happened to me for a reason and
2: what do you think that reason is what do i think the reason is
1: about my past no I've,
2: no why is um you getting these blessings
1: because i just i believe that i'm meant for something greater i believe that i'm meant to to help change the world i see our society i see what our women role models are like right now, and I see, um, I see things that I want to change. You know, I want a little girl to look up and say, "Man, I want to be badass like her. Or I want to be able to talk to someone, or I, w- I want to that something similar happened to me, and I'm not afraid. I'm fearless. I can fight back. I can speak out. I want that. I want our society to have that positive impact and positive like? change. What
2: is fearless like? What's that like?
1: Fearless is doesn't mean you don't have fear. I'm scared all the time. I'm scared every time I step in the cage. I'm scared every time I go to sparring, you know? But having fear and continuing on despite it, that's what fearless is. And I want to live my life fearlessly. I want to wake up every day and be the best possible version of myself, whether that means doing the dishes to the best of my ability, tying my shoes to the best of my ability, striking, MMA, grappling, writing, being a good partner, being a good person, being a good daughter – whatever it is I want to be the best possible version of myself why
2: the urge to improve yourself
1: I don't know can you explain that can you describe that I mean it's just an inner yeah it's just an inner thing yeah. I've never people always ask me oh, what motivates you What's, what keeps you going what, you know you've done this you've done that and I'm like I don't read books to be motivated I don't listen to podcasts to be motivated I don't listen to songs like I don't need to I don't need anything outside of me to motivate me it's all right here like I just that's it just me
0: What do you think about that, Mike? Do you have an answer for why do you want to continue to improve yourself? Um, Our fears, our shame,
2: Mm. our enviness, our our jealousies. Mm. Yeah.
1: You Mm. think so? Yeah. Do you think the the urge to be better is really influenced by negative thoughts more than positive?
2: No, um... They both they both um they work both in hand. Mm. I agree outside. with that. Cause now now what we're talking about now and now we're getting now we're talking about um getting in touch with our ego. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I
2: mean? You know what the ego means?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, vaguely.
2: Guard out. Not nah. me. It's mm. About me. Mm. Nobody else exists. Mm. My mother, my brother, nobody. The only reason they exist is because I allowed them to exist
1: mm. in my
2: heart and in my mind. Hmm. Our ego is such a um destructive self destructive entity, but it's so powerful
1: so powerful it gives
2: you so much power, how can I let this go? I'm not letting this go it's intoxicating fuck everybody. It's
1: intoxicating
2: yeah, but it's it it's it steals away your humanity mm. you know mm. it gives you everything you want, but it takes mm. so much more in return
1: mm. I knew I was going to learn lessons when I came here today. <laughs>
2: You know, why? why how this, I think of myself like this. I'm so happy we brought that up. I think of myself, and I, I said this before to you. What happened to me when I met Custamato? What did he tell me that fed my ego to make me think that I was special, that I'm somebody? Why do I get the, what, what, what made me think that I'm somebody? Why am I somebody? What, why do I think I deserve to be seen? People need to see me and hear from me and look at me. You know what I mean? That's what my ego tells me. You know what I mean? But then it says, who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are? Mm. Your mother and father ain't shit. You ain't shit. You never been shit. So why do you think everybody needs to look at you and listen to what you need to say? You know? And that's how you get in the that You have to know our only purpose here is to serve God. You know what I mean? The well, humbleness.
0: On that note, Mike, don't you think, because there's two sides to needing to be heard, needing to be seen, putting yourself out there because in some respects, in some cases, in some situations, doing that might be the thing that spirit, the universe right. has right. intended for you.
1: Right. Maybe that's your
0: purpose. You know? maybe,
2: maybe, no, listen, I agree with that 100% because I remember the time when someone was asking me in an interview, what would you tell your 20-year-old self? And I would say, at 20, I thought I was God. And that I'm um, 53. I, I ask God every day to have mercy on my soul. Mm. You know, mm. those are the difference. Yeah. And how could it just come from like 33, 33, years? I have. What happened within 33 years? I don't think like that.
0: Don't a know. lot, a lot. Though probably right. Yeah. A lot. I
2: imagine happened. how much humbleness happened. Yeah. Imagine how much I had to be humbled. Yeah. To have that thing, to have that same thought pattern, like to change from that to this.
1: It's like a total 180, right? Yeah. You're a totally different person now. Yeah,
2: you just hope God has mercy on your soul sometimes, mm. you know? Things that you said are to people. You
1: think it takes age to get to that point?
2: I don't know if it's age, it's just knowledge, the right teacher at the right time. Life experiences. Yes. Because sometimes some people never learn. Yeah. yeah. You know, what? well, to the to the human eye, it appears right. they never learn. Right. I may have spotted something, said he got it. Yeah. But to the human eye, he looks like, he's still doing that? Yeah. Oh my God! You know, yeah. we're, the best, we're we're judges. We're great judges. People that like to judge.
0: Mm-hmm. I heard this great thing um, a couple nights ago about how there is no bravery without vulnerability.
2: Mm. In order to be brave, you have to be. You have to feel that you're a coward. In order to be brave, you have you yourself have to feel that you're a coward. In order to have some kind of to bring some kind of image of bravery you have to feel insecure yeah you have to step have out to, on the
0: ledge yeah you have to risk everything yeah
2: but you have to feel insecure for that for that feeling to come up you have to feel less than a person or a man
0: hmm.
2: or less than yourself let me leave that less than what you feel you should be that's why that feeling comes up you don't feel like you should this is who i should be and you don't feel that way hmm. that's why it comes up
1: i don't know yes you think so
0: i really believe that i mean you uh, have to be i think it's about the to me what mike is saying is the that of improving yourself you have to in order to come out or to be seen as brave or whatever mm. you know you have to be willing to put yourself in a situation risk everything where the stakes are really high where you're going to be vulnerable and exposed to potential death
2: yeah but why wouldn't you be why wouldn't you be um brave if you didn't feel afraid of like a right, coward you right you didn't have that feeling you, could, if you didn't feel like a coward yeah you had to prove to yourself i'm not this guy that i don't like mm. the way i feel i don't like the way i feel and i don't want to be that guy
0: i don't want to be the guy who who feels turns away Yeah. Who That's succumbs it. to yeah, the it's fear? It's a
2: feeling that you don't understand, but you don't want that feeling in your life no more. You think the only way, if I, if I don't do anything, it's going to stay with me. If I get up and respond to this action right now, it will go.
1: Yeah, well, you'll have regret too, right? Like, if I never do it, then I'll never know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I hate. That is, you're right. That is a huge fear of mine. Huge fear. Like, I, I was never going to do MMA, it was never in my plans. But I was always like, well, what if? If you don't, what's going to happen twenty years from now? You're never going to have this opportunity again. What if, what if you were supposed to do it?
2: No, you were supposed to do this. <laughs> we're, not, we're not, we're not staring the shit. We believe that we're staring
0: our yeah.
1: shit. I know, I know. You know we're not,
2: we're not doing I it. I yeah. know. Yeah.
0: There's always those things in life that you know you have to do because it's just part of your destiny. Mm. But you might, and you have fear about it.
1: And you know what? The universe totally completely, if you don't listen to it, it shits in your path. Like, it's like, hey, no, this is what you're, like, it'll just put roadblock after roadblock after roadblock until you finally go down that path that it wants you to go down. Like, listen, asshole, this is what you're (laughs) supposed
0: to do. I totally agree. I totally (laughs) agree. So what was it for you? I mean, you came out, you had literally reached the highest mountaintop in judo of mm-hmm. winning multiple gold medals mm-hmm. in the Olympics. Yeah. So what was it for you that, I mean, I'm sure, I mean, as whatever, however you can answer that, you know, what was it that led you into, Oh, you know, MMA is probably the path.
1: Honestly, I used to think before this conversation that it was sort of like, a. I don't know. I think maybe it was my ego. Now, I think maybe it was like a a
0: desire I show to everybody. be remembered,
1: to, mm. you know, to not mm. be forgotten. Yeah. I don't want I mean obviously judo, this little small pocket of the world will know me, but that's not enough. Like I don't want to, I want everyone to remember my name, which mm. is Pretty
0: selfish. <laughs> no, no. We need to figure. I'm out. a selfish. Yeah, we need to, we're interested in
2: that. And I don't like myself that I feel that way. And it's awesome that you love <laughs> yourself, and you feel. That yeah. Way. Why? Who the Rain fuck am I to think bad. that I should reign with Alexander the Great or Achilles? Who
1: yeah, I? nothing.
2: I come from trash.
1: Who, that's not true, from? though. You're Mike Tyson. Um, see,
2: <laughs> but that's not how I think. You got to think from our beginning. Who am yeah. I? Who is the first Mike Tyson? Why was I born? What is my purpose here? Really mm. fighting for people to know me from fighting, from hurting other people. Mm. That's what I want to be known for yeah. Biting people in the air And talking really nasty to people
1: What do you want to be known for then? Excuse me? Then what do you want to be known for now?
2: I just want to be known as, as a servant of God mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's awesome Don't want God to humble me anymore I get, I'm afraid of humble Because he doesn't humble me like I get sick Or something He humbles me like he takes one of my children away or something You know?
1: Yeah Yeah
2: that's how that stuff works, and I think I'm a tough guy. I think I'm somebody special. You can't help your baby; your baby's dying. What are you gonna do, Mr. Big Shot?
1: Mm. <laughs> oh shit!
2: That's just the world we live in, though. You know, that's just our world. Don't <clears throat> no matter how big you are, how much money you got, it humbles you.
1: Yeah. The universe will humble you.
2: <laughs> big time.
1: Damn, now I'm scared You don't
2: have to worry about No, it loves you You have the beautiful spirit You're so special That's why you're here And that's why You're, you're special Trust me, you don't feel it yet. You know, most people That have that special light They don't see it or feel it You know mm. that's, the, that's the amazing thing About human beings And mm. their humbleness They don't even see the light
1: Sometimes I feel it Is that weird to. to say that? No Sometimes I feel it
0: No, you have to Sometimes
1: I do
2: Very How old rarely. are
0: you? You're 20, 29 You have to yeah, I
2: mean. So That's what it is. You don't even understand what's making you say what you say.
3: You don't <laughs> I even know, know. what makes us
2: say what we say.
0: I know.
2: You don't even know nothing. We just. And how do we ever learn anything, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: How do we learn who we are? Do we die not even knowing meeting God? What happens when we die? Hopefully that yeah, we figure it out, right? Imagine it's just a blank state. You don't even figure out anything uh. about ourselves.
0: You don't even. You know. I think you come out of it and you're just like, wow, it was all just a big joke. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm just part of everything. I took myself so seriously. Yeah. yeah, I had to win this. If I don't win this, I want to die. Yeah, <laughs> sick
1: fuck. Yeah, oh my god, that's exactly how I feel. Oh yeah, but
2: when I want to die, I hope I die. too. That's what, what it the is, fuck man. Fuck what? With the e- what? Yeah. yeah.
0: Why? It's uh, you all good. Just
1: think it's your whole. It. it can. We get so you.
0: wrapped up. No, we but get you so... just think
1: that's who you are. You're no. Yep. Un- yeah. You're unidentifiable without yeah. it.
0: Then
2: yeah. yeah. you don't have it. Nobody will like me anymore. That's what
1: happened to me after the Olympics. Like. I literally woke up in the middle of the night the night of my last olympics after i won and i was having a panic attack wow i was like who the fuck is kayla harrison if she doesn't do judo
0: mm. who
1: is she i didn't know if i wasn't and what if i had lost like what if i was kayla harrison not the olympic champion like what does that mean who am i i literally had an anxiety attack i was like i gotta find something else to do i gotta get a goal i gotta get up i gotta go i gotta do something because I was scared shitless. But
0: all those—that's
2: amazing—that you had during the Olympics and during your beginning to, uh, to get to the Olympics and weight problems or whatever it may be. All that prepares you for life. That prepares you for being a friend. That for you sure. For no sister, sports that emulate prepares life. You for being a wife, a mother, all that stuff. That mm. is, yeah. All my—I never thought my my sport life would help me become. You know, I don't know. You yeah, help me become a better parent. I'm not saying mm. great, but it's been my, my discipline, mm. my patience that I never had before for human beings mm-hmm. and I had for myself that I put into life. You know, I never never thought about it. My discipline, not always being judgmental. Mm. Like whatever I feel, if it wasn't necessary for me to say it, because I wanted to hear myself talk. I used don't say it. Mm-hmm. Not on mm. those little things. Yeah. I used to, I love hearing myself talk. I love hearing <laughs> myself believe that I'm saying something entirely. Don't care how it makes them feel. Don't care even if it makes them go out and kill himself afterwards. I have to hear myself talk. Mm. It's my fucking voice. I'm somebody. I need to hear myself. And everybody else needs to hear me too.
0: <laughs> That's how the ego works. Well, <laughs> oh, Mike, you're doing amazing shit now, bro. For real. You're going to be known as the fucking sage warrior, dude. Um, you know? No, I don't know. I just want to no, know. No, I know you don't know, and you don't have to know. It's not for you. It's for everyone else. I just realized um, I walk around every
2: day, you know, sometimes with an ego. Sometimes, like you said, we're doing great stuff here. And then I say, who am I? Where did I come from? What is my real purpose here? I don't even read and write that. Well, how do I run this corporation?
0: <laughs> because, because it's bigger than just... X's and O's No, no, no and no, the right things, things on paper.
2: Actually, Tyson Ranch. I might be tripped. I might fuck up on ranch. But I own this big shit and this shit is... You know, that's just a weird that's shit.
1: That's badass. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah, dude. It is, man. Hope everyone is having a happy holiday and is ready for an incredible 2020. Me and the Hot Boxing crew are very excited for this new year because we've got some awesome things popping off. We've got some secret plans we can't even reveal yet. Top secret stuff discussed behind closed doors and smoke-filled rooms, including a lot of mushrooms. But one thing we can reveal is we have new Hot and t-shirts, sweatshirts, jackets, and more coming to the Hot Boxing shop. Yes, I said hot box and jackets. They're dope as hell. Be the coolest motherfucker while you stay warm. Go to hotboxandpodcast.com and sign up for the all new hot box and hot sheet where we will send you discount codes the second our new merch is in stock. You'll also get all the insider news about Hotbox and Tyson Ranch. You'll get great information on cannabis, how to use it, tips on diet, exercise and mindfulness, all in that brand new Hot Sheet. Again, sign up for the Hotbox and Hot Sheet at hotboxandpodcast.com and make 2020 your little bitch.
2: Do you know what um, electric dance music is?
1: Yeah.
2: Oh man, we are getting ready to be involved with electric dance. Oh music boy, hands, man,
1: we, <laughs> I can shuffle with the best That's of them. Okay? Oh, I just learned man, learned how to shuffle. I don't
0: want to shoot my own horn. Serious stuff. Well, you'll you know have what? to was, come out.
1: I just, uh, I just went to Jamaica after my last fight, and I was there for a couple of days, and I was hanging out with some of the locals. I got my hair braided in box braids, and was like just chilling. Nice. And this woman said something to me. I didn't know this word, but I think that it's like, it's gonna be my new motto. And it's like Jamaica. They have this word, Irie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. it's Like
1: it's all Irie, man. Like it's yeah. all everything's good vibes. Like it's all good. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it. That's what I want. And that's that's what your that's new place. motto. You know, this place yeah. is all Irie. Like it's we all good.
2: We love a lot here. <laughs>
0: about
1: one love for and sure. One matter. love here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Well, something on that about how sports prepare you for life. Mm. You know, to me, any, I don't know about all sports, but to me, any combat sports, fighting, football, rugby, boxing, of course, any of those types of sports where you're engaged in physical combat with another individual. Yeah. Yeah. That is an analogy, that's a physical analogy for the ups and downs and the flow of emotional and psychic life. Uh, Yeah. You know, and the things that we go through that we feel that nothing is happening, you know, nothing is happening around us, yet we have all of these feelings, Yeah. you know, whether it's shame and guilt or sadness or anger or resentment or whatever the fuck it is, you know. When you are able to overcome that adversity in the physical realm, it better prepares you to do it in the emotional realm. Mm. Okay. So you
1: know?
2: true. I agree. Sports is uh, pretty much, that's all sports pretty much is, is emotions. Right. You know what I mean? We worry more than not getting knocked out. I'm worried about being humiliated just by losing. Right. Mm. The, the fact of losing humiliates yeah. more than being hurt.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: You know what I mean? That's the concept.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally. The
2: concept of failure. Yeah. Who cares about getting hurt? I've come from trash. I don't get hurt. You want to give me $2 million and you're going to tell me my finger hurt, I'm going to postpone the fight? Chop my finger off. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. You know, the
2: concept of it. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Of how I feel about myself in this situation of where I've come from and this big opportunity came, I'll give my life to it, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: I recently, and um, not my last fight, but the fight before I went to my first decision mm-hmm. and uh were you
2: know that you pretty much knew you dominated
1: i knew that i had dominated but i started crying in the cage <laughs> because that's I, amazing because i went to a decision and i got so much backlash for crying and people are saying i was a poor sport and oh, what a cry everybody. baby and this and that and i was like i think these people don't realize like how badly not just how scared you are to lose as a when you put yourself in that position But how badly you want to win Like I would do anything to win
2: This is, this, this is another concept right? Fighters In general fighters Believe that um, By fighting and winning That we're winning honor mm. But we, don't, we can't win honor mm. Because we're born with honor We can only lose it mm. You know So we have the wrong concept of fighting Fighting has to be out of love for being the best in what you possess.
0: Damn. So can powerful, man. Can
1: I take some notes?
2: Yeah. I no, because that's when what, what we come down to the fact of fighting, because fighting is so, when you think about it, it's so, when we think about our, our logic, it's, it's barbaric. So,
0: our yeah.
2: Hands, our hands are not meant for this. We're not built for fighting, but still it arises, our highest instincts. Yeah. You know? And so um, we look at it as being honorable, that certain people, there are people that are willing to die to prove that they're the best. And, it goes, and that goes to such a deep level of commitment mm-hmm. and belief and ego and all that stuff, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And the next thing you know, you have a, you have a titan. Now, I, never, I've, I've, I've trained hard to become this guy, but I've never learned how to handle this situation.
0: How to handle what comes with being that.
2: Yeah, how to handle a situation. (laughs) I don't know what's this all about. What do you mean? Why are you crying at me? Why are you naming your children after me? What's this all about? Hey, stop, I'm a human being. (laughs) That's not what you wanted to be, though. You wanted to be a gladiator. Yeah. Yeah, that's You wanted to be a god.
1: It's too late. Listen. um, I keep thinking I want that and I'm ready for that, but.
2: You have to find out if you are or not. You might get all this stuff and get he sucked up he said, oh this is not enough i quit this box I want to be a business I want to own a company now I want to reign I want to destroy that company ah
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> listen God gives you what you want he gives you everything you want and then you decide if this is what I really want
3: mm-hmm. you know what
2: I mean <laughs> Everything comes with being best and being the greatest. So come, you got lawsuits, you got betrayal of love and all mm-hmm. that stuff. That all comes with being the best. Mm. Yeah, in the dark side of love, right? Betrayal <laughs> that comes with being the best too.
1: Yeah.
2: Either you're doing it or somebody's doing it on you. It's just betrayal.
1: Yeah. So true.
0: Mike is just, you know, Mike's the man. He's no, full no, of shit. Wow. The Real stuff. Yeah. And you know what time it is. Come on. I know, brother. You know that stuff. I know, but you're just, but you know. Why do we do that to
2: people? Why do we do that? Why do we feel the need to get ahead? Oh, uh, we're not going to live now. I got to get it over now. My life is almost over. I need to get this. Hmm. I need to make this trick happen.
1: I'm so obsessed with squeezing all of the juice out of life. I'm so scared I'm going to miss something or. Or regret something. I'm so obsessed with that.
2: This is what I found out about that situation. You know what I found out? Um, and it goes with this too. This is I used to think I could fuck every girl in the world. I got before I thought I'ma fuck every motherfucking bitch, man. God laughs at me. <laughs> My ego, he laughing. Oh man, it's just a trip, man. Then you and i at the end of the day, you realize you're nothing. When you really want to look at yourself, when you really um, uh, what's that? What's that word that we call at the end of the day? We we do um, well, you look up all the shit that you did during the whole day. Of your life. inventory. Inventory. We look up our inventory, right? Yeah. And then we say to ourselves, "God, man, I did all that stuff, and I still ain't shit." Mm. Mm. Wow. All that fucking energy I put on doing this, and I haven't fucking, I haven't fucking, um, I haven't moved a fucking marble.
3: Mm-hmm. I haven't
2: did nothing.
0: Well, I think that's why you have to find peace in life through something other than what you do. There's no doubt about it, but I realize it's
2: an inside job.
0: It's an inside job. You ain't going to find it out in the world. Well, Uh. the universe is pulling us all along where we need to go to fulfill whatever task, mission it is that is destined for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and so with that we are not what we do you know it doesn't matter what we do it doesn't matter if you're a janitor or a fucking superstar athlete actor business person it doesn't it doesn't matter like what the label is what the environment is you know because your purpose has so much more to do with the energy you're spreading into the world Mm. and this and the the minute you know it might be something like you might not have any idea of what it means to a person at your local coffee shop when you ask them how their morning is going yeah like you don't understand like the that just that little conversation you know could be just send ripple a ripple effect through their entire life that inspires them to be whoever it is that they're supposed to right, become. Right, right. You know.
1: All of those decisions that you make in your life, all those tiny, small, minute, one-second split decisions that you make lead up to every single, like, I think about that all the time. How, yeah. what I'm doing right here in this moment is shaping what's going to happen Ten years from now,
2: five minutes, or absolutely in
1: other people's lives as well, like not just mine. Whoever might hear you, right? You,
2: might, you, you might all of a sudden, somebody might become the greatest fighter I ever lived after you're telling you a woman. She might become the greatest fighter I ever lived after you're hearing.
1: Right?
2: Your I know you think that's. I know you think that's crazy, but um,
1: I'm hopeful I, for I, it. I, I think it's amazing. I saw the
2: interviews and I told him. I said if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even be doing fighting. You, I saw you and you turned me out. About being a fighter, they laugh at me, think I'm bullshitting. I'm just having something to say.
0: Right. Yeah.
2: You know, some people don't take themselves that serious as well. Some people have great success, but they don't think much of themselves. Mm. And some people got little success, and they think everything of themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You make so much fucking noise. Exactly. Guy that fucking a uh, guard doesn't say nothing. He's shy. Mm. And I look at that, and I don't understand that either. Mm.
0: And that 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 ego, it's the same thing. Telling you you're a piece of shit. Oh yes, and yes, the same thing yes, telling you yes, how great you are. In the
2: world. Yeah, that's where that's it. Then
0: it's the same.
2: That's why we've seen these great superstar masters quiet and sit down, very respectful, very kind, and act like a fucking surfer, a slave, or something. Yeah, and I, I don't, I didn't never figure it out. You know? Yeah, so what's wrong with him. I said, "He okay? Is he in pain from old age or something?" He's very kind and nice, and mm. don't think much of themselves.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. And you know what? Even smaller than that, even smaller than the, the daily interactions we have, the very act of just Mm. being—it's like a rock in a stream of water. You know, as small as you are, you have an effect on the flow of that stream and on the flow of that water. Just being here. Right now, I'm not saying that you can just sit at home. On the couch, watching TV, feeling sorry for yourself and having an effect in the universe, that's going against, like you said, you know, that's when the universe just shits on you, (laughs) you know, because you have to, you have to be willing to take the steps to get into action for them to be in you know to have an effect in the universe right that's
1: when you're most at peace with your life with what you feel internally aligns with what's outside and what's going on in in the universe that's when you feel the most you mm-hmm. right
0: absolutely i think so my experience of what i've been dealing with like alan Watts and these guys right, right. Mm. yeah it's all about dying before we die yeah Letting go of shit well I think that's all what I'm talking about man like my that's been my experience you know anytime my life starts getting chaotic and fucked up and my thinking gets crazy when I start thinking I'm something mm. me too you know when, when I, I just when let I go, go. fucking mirror And I start looking in the
2: mirror Some bullshit happens Yeah and I think I'm Yeah you know, It starts to go I'm, to hell When I'm into me When I'm all about me I, Some bullshit goes off Fucks, everything That's it everything. The kids mm. don't like me no more Yeah no The really, dogs No, everything Yeah about. So when, I, when I'm in my ego uh, The
1: vibrations oh, are off
2: Oh, the whole kids Everybody They leave the fucking house Fucking people I'm in the house by myself mm. They take the dog too Just like you said I'm in the house by myself
0: mm yeah,
2: I didn't like that feeling.
0: Yeah. Well, because that's, you know, and that's when you know that you're off, the, off your path, you know?
1: Yeah. That's such a, yeah.
0: So, how do you like the PFL? How's that experience I been?
1: I love it. It's amazing. I mean, one of the reasons I was so hesitant to do MMA was because of just the environment. You know, it's very much entertainment. It's very much shit-talking and how pretty you are gets you fights. And and the PFL, they have a regular season, a postseason, and a championship. So if you want to be a champion, you have to win, and that's it. You don't have to talk shit. You don't have to look good. You don't even have to win in spectacular fashion. You just have to win. Mm. And I think, I don't know, that's... uh, that fits my personality mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah,
2: but listen that, That's funny that you may say that um, Fighting is a is an is a, is a art Say, yeah. um, say um, Evan's our teacher And he teaches both me and you mm-hmm. The same shit mm-hmm. you know, We both know the same shit you know. <clears throat> But when people see us fight They'll see his style But our energy And we it would look like two different fighters Of course, right, right. Isn't that a trip? Oh, for the sure Two different fighters
1: It's really interesting It's so don't wild even, Don't
2: even look like we've been trained by the same person Yeah it's so interesting. Fighting is all personality, mm. and spirit. Mm. That's why, you know, some people win in spectacular fashion. Not even trying, but it's just their spirit. Mm-hmm. Not even try, trying. Some people look good without even fucking trying. Some fighters.
1: Isn't that crazy?
2: Yeah. They don't got the heart sometimes or the endurance, but when you watch them say, fuck, he's beautiful. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. That's so interesting. Some
2: people just look good, like Federer. Federer looked beautiful when he plays tennis. Yeah. Mm. You know, you just mm. want to watch. You know the guy, The guy that was playing, I said, fuck, I just want to watch him play. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm hitting to him, I'm just watching him fucking hit me back. He looks beautiful.
0: Yeah. It's true. Absolutely. It's true. Um, so Don Davis yes, was in here yes, He was with Ray.
1: Steffo? Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. And they were talking about potentially um, matching you up with Chris Cyborg. Are you the same weight? Mm-hmm. Same
1: yeah. Weight? Well, I'm bigger than her, actually. Really?
0: We love Chris, and now we, we love you as you. well. Yeah, Chris was here, too. We had Chris here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had Chris on the pod. So what do you think about Chris?
1: I mean, I've never met her. I don't know her personally. I, I don't know. I follow her career, and I...
0: She's a great person. She
1: seems like she's got a good heart. Yeah. I feel like, too, she's really, she's a fighter. You know, she has had kind of a, I have a lot of respect for her because of everything she's gone through. People just shit on her and promotions don't treat her right. And
0: Why is that?
1: I don't, I think it's because it's like it's an entertainment and they can't or don't want to promote her. As what she is, which is a friggin' monster, you know? Mm. They don't want to, they don't... She's not a petite little blonde thing, and that's unfortunate, but that doesn't mean she's not gifted, talented, a monster. So I give her props. I mean, she's been through the trenches. She's fought and fought and fought and been so good that they couldn't ignore her. Um, but... I think there's a new sheriff in town.
2: All right, I was waiting for that to come about. And, uh,
1: okay, Kayla. <laughs> about. Okay. Uh, you know, I think...
0: Uh, As a fighter who's in it right now, you're in the midst of your career. hmm How do you feel about what Mike said? Where are you on the scale of fighting... For love mm. and fighting for honor, mm. which?
1: No, I feel like that's why I'm almost hesitant to even talk, like, say anything right now because I'm, I'm going through this weird, I don't want to say, like, transformation, but my brain yeah. is spinning right now. My mind is like, Kayla, like, everything you've been thinking and feeling and doing and trying to accomplish and, like, listen, what if you've been wrong this whole time? Like, you asshole. <laughs>
2: You know, like no, no. That's that's. Listen, this is an interesting world. If we thought, if it was me and you, yes myself, if I had ten positive thoughts that came to my, if I gave myself ten or hundred affirmations. Mm. Like, say how much I'm grateful I am for my eyes, my back, my body, mm. and my ability to think and all that stuff thousand like like ten mm, thousand mm, million negatives come coming right quick You piece of shit. How dare you you, you think you fooling with all this positive bullshit nigga. Mm.
1: Uh,
2: wow uh, now, okay. that's now you hear that, you know that, huh? Yeah. I'm, nigga, who you think you bullshitting? I mean I, oh, that's negativity, a motherfucker? Yeah, well <sighs> There would be no positive without the negative. Wow. Why it does why does it do that to you? Shit. You think you on the, oh, I'm on a mission that things are going good. And he Who
0: do you think you're fooling, nigga? Because you'll always have that it's you know that we're programmed to have that in our mind
1: yeah i don't know my whole career i mean since i was 16 i've practiced visualization and positive thoughts yeah. like every night before yeah, i, I go to day. bed i would visualize myself winning the olympics i'd go mm-hmm. through everything you know my warm-up the weigh-ins you know the bus ride to the venue more like walking through the shoot, having my coach tell me what's going on, the first match, the second match, the third match. I would visualize you know, winning and feeling the gold medal go around my neck and watching the American flag be raised and hearing the national anthem. And I, I still practice that for fighting. I still visualize all of those things, and I still try and practice positive thoughts like, you know, this is my day, this is my purpose. I'm not afraid to win. Kayla Harrison, Olympic champion, one, one punch at a time, one exchange at a time, one round at a time, one minute at a time, one breath at a time. But now I'm like, Love it. is that just my ego? Like, am I doing this? Should I not be thinking like that?
0: Have you been thinking that way since before you came on the pod?
1: That's how I used, no, no. I always just, when did this transition, right. I always felt like, okay, this is, this is what you're meant to do. This is what you're supposed to do. You have to be positive. Of course, those negative thoughts come in. Of course, I think, who do you think you are? And hmm. what if you're not meant for this? What if this is, what if you made the wrong choice? What if, You weren't ever supposed to step in a cage. What if this girl knocks you out? Mm. What if you lose? What if you don't accomplish what you want to accomplish? And I always try and drown them out with positive thoughts, and I always try and just keep my mantra going and keep thinking that. But now I'm thinking maybe I'm wrong. Like Maybe I'm not supposed to be focusing on that at all. Like What if I'm just supposed to be? And I don't. There's no such thing as positive and negative. What if I'm just supposed to just be?
2: No. Um. All that energy telling you do, you gotta feed into that. You that's think what so? Feeding into your fire right now. All that energy feeding. Right, into but your
1: now, fire. but now I'm. But now that's my ego.
2: No. It, listen.
1: You got me all gonna, fucked up. Energy, <laughs> no. The,
2: energy, the energy's gonna <laughs> check that. The energy's gonna check that. But oh, this is where it gets tricky. right Alan what. Um. You can't do this You can't use your ego For you To help you I'm win.
1: literally sweating you right know? now That's, That's how worked a, up I am
2: Even you can't use your ego To help you win all these fights And say thank you Bye bye
1: Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah. You go like this, you go say,
2: uh-uh. Where do you think You're I here I got you this, yeah. I got you all this fame I want to fuck that Motherfucker right there <laughs> What the fuck you mean? What, what the fuck you mean? Um, thank you, bye bye, nothing else. Yeah. Nah, I want to see him naked. I want to go to this party. I want
0: to do that. What do you mean? No, thank you, thank you for that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shit. Well, you know, I think that a lot of that, those negative voices, you know, it takes a lot of practice to rewire those out of your thinking mm. because that are those are all of the voices that imprinted on you in a time when you didn't know otherwise mm. you know those are the people that said you couldn't fucking do it you weren't you big know, enough you so weren't weird. strong enough
1: for me personally i don't know if this i, I want to ask you about it anyways is like i've always felt confident in my career and confident there and had many, but it's when I get to the personal stuff. Like, I think I'm dirty, or I think I don't deserve love, or I think oh. no one will love me if I don't win, or. Well, no,
2: you think you're special, huh? You think you're special. <laughs> no,
1: I, that's what I mean, though, but how do you stop that shit from. Like, I don't want to think like that. Listen. I don't want to feel like Listen. I don't deserve love. True it's like.
2: You have to love yourself first And that's tough How? How do we love ourselves? No, no, it's loving <laughs> myself Me and the orgy loving myself Me going to the store Buying great clothes loving myself. Me buying a nice car Loving myself Buying a house is... No Loving yourself is just being conscious of the eating right Take care of, Eat properly Don't do mm. that bullshit that's
0: Get enough sleep
2: mm. Get enough sleep Take some vitamins Don't drink tonight
0: mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe drinking is going to put on too much weight Maybe I drink one glass of wine Instead of a whole fucking bottle mm. Maybe I learn some discipline and, you know, discipline is doing what I hate to do, but do it like I love it. And mm. doing things like not going out, not hanging out with people who are toxic for me. You know the toxic ones. Yeah. Those are the people who want to be with the most. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Realize that it's not good. Everything that tastes good isn't good. You just have the urge to improve yourself. Yeah. To get closer to God or closer to the universe, so to speak.
1: And when you don't do that, and when you do hang out with those toxic yeah. people, then the universe just starts shitting on you.
2: And listen, for some reason, right... In the history of the world, it's the fighters that attracts the people for some reason. The generals, those kind of uh-huh. combated people, they attract people. The warriors. Yeah, they attract people and stuff. Even if they, yeah. some of them are children, where they're children, they don't even know how to think. Their mind's not fully developed, but they have wise men still following them. Yep.
0: Why do you think that is?
2: Because they feel that this person is touched without knowing, and their job to educate them. With their theory, of course <laughs> Why he's special mm-hmm. Because you're a Muslim Because you're a Christian Because mm-hmm. you're a Buddhist Because you're this And I'm going to show you Tell you why Who you are And this and that
1: No, yeah. and then they take That special yeah. magic And oh, they absolutely. harness it To their benefit Yes, to their best Ugh. interest
2: Everybody has um, They use has, it Yeah, everybody has Some kind of interest You know, it could be They're not all bad ones But everybody has Their own agenda That's like with Jesus People took advantage to of Jesus Prophets and all that stuff Being seen with the prophets Train the prophet. Whatever the situation may be. Everybody wants to get a piece of that. That's how how we are. We're so superstitious. We still believe in magic and all that stuff. Well, that's why
0: it's funny that people don't recognize, you know, the influence they have just being in a room with other people, you know? Yet we have this idea of, like, touching and being close to our superstars.
2: Yeah. Uh. We know, mm. we you know? Believe yeah. we believe. We believe it's going to rub off. That's what I believe. But then, I believe if you touch somebody famous to be around famous people, all my life I believed them when I was a kid, you've got to be famous if you touch them or something.
0: Right, that's right. what
2: everybody I think believes that's what mm. people bring their kids out to touch famous people, yeah. like, uh, mayors the presidents and stuff.
0: Yeah Yeah,
2: They believe it's going to rub off. I know. That's what we believe.
0: In a way, it's, it is true. Yeah. that it is true. That yeah. success is contagious. Mike, it's true yeah. and you don't even have to be that close to people exactly. like you said. You watch them on television. Exactly. Yeah. You see somebody on television and yeah. they inspire you yeah. to be right. it impacts another, your another, life. Another, it's that little from
2: another country. She's from another country. Can't even speak your language. Yeah. 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 It's a weird world. It's bizarre. The exchange <laughs> of energy. I used to wonder when we died do we figure out the secrets.
0: We got all the secrets. Do we meet God or are we God? I I think we realize we've got all (laughs) the secrets, dude.
1: You're already; It's all there. Yeah.
0: You know, I think that when it's all over, you go, oh, fuck. It was all true. (laughs) When
2: we die, do we wake up from a dream and then we're like looking around? Yeah. And we're sitting around the planet and say,
0: what the fuck are we doing here? (laughs) Yeah. So just a little, since we were talking about giving you a little... Tutorial on
1: yes, please, CBD and cannabis. Me,
0: please, so we have in our bodies the endocannabinoid system. Okay. That's a system that produces endogenous, these compounds that are endogenous cannabinoids. And these chemical compounds that we create, they're responsible for keeping our body in homeostasis, mm-hmm. in balance, hormonal balance. So it it it's involved in how we feel and deal with pain, our mood, our appetite, and, um, there's one more thing. Fuck. Oh, our sleep rhythms. Um, and so the cannabis plant contains cannabinoids that are mirror replicas of the things that we produce in our body. Huh. So when you ingest cannabinoids, it's aiding your body. It's facilitating the recovery process. Mm. Um, that's why, you know, people, experience all the things they are their mood is adjusted you know they're taken into a much pe- more peaceful state of mind people get hungry or your appetite is even suppressed in some cases i don't know about you mike but when i smoke I weed I my, yeah when i when don't I get younger. hungry when i was young,
2: i used to get hungry
0: yeah interesting and, and
2: now i don't boom interesting the people say how do you lose weight smoking weed every day
0: right because you're I, fasting
2: yeah, it helps me fast yeah
0: i agree um So building on that, the federal government has a patent on cannabinoids as neuroprotectants and antioxidants. So they've seen in research that these chemical compounds actually can come into our brain, help our brains heal after a traumatic brain injury or a concussion, Mm -hmm. and they can protect our brain from damage. Um, That's why I got into this. Uh, you know, just doing a lot of speaking on this because I played pro football, Mm -hmm. suffered a lot of head injuries, concussions throughout my career, um, was consuming cannabis the whole way through Mm -hmm. and feel like I'm in a much better place because of that. Right. Because I was constantly, my brain was saturated in cannabinoids, you know? So CBD is the non-psychoactive component. So it doesn't get you high. You feel a little relaxed though totally do right yeah it chills you down a little bit THC is psychoactive they're both very medicinal um, but that's really you know Tyson Ranch this whole company is really about bringing access of this really sacred plant medicine to the people who need it you know that's awesome so um, why you, was I talking about it, that uh, actually she aware of DMT do you know about DMT no Wow. So, <laughs> so DMT, DMT is another compound that we produce in our brains, um, and it's also found in psychedelic.
1: What does DMT stand for?
0: Dimethyltryptamine. Okay. Um, and it's found. This guy. This is the toad. This is our representative of the toad. The toad is a sacred creature utilized for the five meo DMT found in its venom that you can extract and smoke and you have a experience of God. You, all of the things that you're talking about Uh being connected to spirit and your purpose in the world, the toad taps you into that.
1: And it's natural.
0: Mm -hmm. It's from this earth. It's from the earth. It's the toad is a,
2: somebody like you might think you're God after doing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Did you? Yeah. You did. Yeah. It shows you things. It downloads. I don't feel like that. It's a powerful substance. You're probably
1: right. <laughs> I don't think I would.
2: Uh, you realize, you realize there's a God, and you should bow to him. <laughs> no, I'm serious. You I agree with that. You bow with him.
0: It's also found in other plant medicines like ayahuasca, but you know it's it's incredible because it gives you an experience of an ego death. Really. Um, yeah. yeah which can be very scary for some people. Um, you know, the first thing it does is it dissolves your ego. DMT goes in and it just vaporizes your ego. So that wow. thing that is the veil between you and the right. outside world is just gone. Right. And so once you do that, then you can have an experience of truth. You know, you're, you see a lot of your pain. You're, you know, It takes you into the, the traumas of your life and it releases you from that. Yeah. You know because it gives you this perspective on you know the experiences you've had in your life and how that's led to it gives create you an this individual the ego. exactly and Holy that shit.
2: experience will include sometimes he's not telling you this you know um, why are you going through this experience? You know, you're peaceful, you're going through this experience. Your body's going through another experience.: Really? Your body's going. Oh no, Complete no Oh no.
1: Really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tell them, yeah, that that could be you could run through that possible. body
1: freaking out. Well, some, people, know, yeah. you know, yeah.
2: some people, yeah. Some people have freaked that. out. They told: Maybe because your
1: out. ego was so powerful that.
2: Oh, well, no, it wasn't powerful at all.
1: Well, once it dissolved.
2: It wasn't powerful at all. Really? I didn't know if I was straight, gay, fat. I would know. Please, God, let me go. No, I want to get out of here. I, it's just some shit. Did you
1: do it again afterwards?
2: I did it around seven times.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> all different
2: experiences. Really? Though none of them's the same. None of them the same, buddy. None of you may wake up crying. Oh, God,
0: please. I'm sorry. It's just, whoa. It's like, whoa. It gives you a lot of information. Well, at,
1: about yourself,
0: in one time, and the yeah. universe, yeah. it's,
2: like, it's yeah. like like ten thousand years of experience coming in twenty minutes.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, yeah, because it only la- the toad specifically lasts about twenty minutes.
1: That's you not too get, bad. Twenty well, minutes,
2: and but you feel so good. You it's feel less like a fight. it feels good dying. You feel so wow. And then you wake up, and you say, "What the fuck happened? I want to go back in there." It's like a letdown when you wake up. Is it? Yeah, mm. it's a downer. And you're gonna go back under again.
1: I can't tell if I really wanna try it or if I never want to touch oh,
2: it. Oh, listen, you'll never be the same. <laughs> you'll never be the same. You know, I went there I went there looking for wealth and money and stuff, and hopefully all oh, I'll get money the answers, information yeah. and all that stuff. And I I believe I got enlightened. And none of that Really? Happened. And I believe that all this fighting, all this struggle for all this stuff that I want, it's all come to letting it go, giving it away. What was the purpose of that struggle for it? Hmm. Um, why am I
0: struggling for it? And it's just uh, tell us about your book. <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Cause that's awesome. Uh, how long ago I didn't did I don't
1: even know if I, I.
0: How long ago did that come out?
1: Um, I. It came out April of last year.
0: Okay, awesome.
1: It's called Fighting Back. Um, and it's not a textbook. It's not a memoir. It sort of uses. I wrote it with two psychologists. Um, from McLean Hospital So it uses my story As a guideline I actually kept um, Journals The entire time I was being Sexually abused right. So from Tell me about
2: What's that Like you know You're 8 years old You were saying
1: Like 10 I started 10? Keeping journals You yeah. started
2: writing My daughter keeps journal- um, Journals And she's 10 Yeah Wow That was,
1: that was But I You're facing that
2: Pain constantly But
1: I used to Write to God
2: Yeah mm. So I would
1: write Dear God And then I would talk about Wow. I wouldn't talk about the actual experiences Because I was afraid that someone would read it But I would I don't know how to explain it I, I would it's, It sucked Writing the book, let me just say that Like, I Right after the Olympics I had been trying to write it between 2012 and 2016 And right after the 2016 Olympics When I was having my panic attack And I was depressed And didn't want to get out of bed And didn't have a goal I was like, I need to do this, I need to write this I need to get it out, get it out there And um, going back and seeing that, you know, 10-year-old girl, that 13-year-old girl who just wrote, I want to kill myself, I want to kill myself, I want to kill myself, I want to kill myself over and over and over again was hard. Um, But also gave me a little bit of peace, I guess, at the same time to know that I'm not there anymore, and I made it out of it. And by sharing it, hopefully someone else will make it out of it too you know so i write they use my story i talk about everything that happened and then the psychologists come in and they explain this is what grooming is you know this is why kids don't say anything this is how you can talk to your son or daughter this is how you can start to have the conversation this is you know what the court process will be like and how traumatic it may be for your child so why you need to be careful and Handle them with care. And also, you know, by the end, it sort of says, look, this is, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There can be two shiny gold medals. There can be, you don't have to be a victim. You can be a survivor. You can be someone who thrives.
0: Thriving, yeah.
1: You can choose. Mm.
0: That's so powerful. Thank you. To get that out there. I mean, amazing.
1: Thank you. It's probably my proudest accomplishment.
0: I I believe it. I mean, fighting just really gave you a platform to do that. You know? Exactly. So, I mean, you've done, that's something really big. You know, that's really big and really important. And you say that, you know, in this current version of you, you still believe, you know. You believe deep in your heart, you're meant for something greater. Hmm. You have well, a purpose to fulfill. Know. I don't know what we just fucked you all <laughs> up. No,
1: my brain is like
0: okay, but before that happened,
1: like at half before an hour you came now, in
0: here and sure got fucked
2: <laughs> Watch when uh, listen. Um, you think you're thinking that? Imagine
0: when you're 40, what you know. Fuck, it's gonna blow your mind.
1: I'm not ready. I'm not ready.
0: I mean, we've gone into some deep water. No
1: here. shit, you guys. You've just changed me. I hope you know that. Really? You no. both changed me. No, you. I will walk out of this room and I'll never you be the same again.
2: Because you came in because it was meant for you to be here.
0: For yeah. me.
1: No, it totally was. You
0: changed us.
1: I don't know about that, but you, you had know. an,
0: have, you had an effect on us you for sure.
2: To, we see your hunger and your fucking determination.
0: Yeah, and your bravery. Yeah. And, 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 and your light and your ambition. But it's you not even something. I
1: don't even believe it's good anymore.
0: No, it is it is good. good. It's great. You no, just have to no, keep no, listening no to no your one intuition. It no, it made it good start, You question your ego. Yeah. It doesn't like that
2: at all. Yeah, anymore. no. You got in here with these guys. Yeah. You know?
1: I'm in all kinds of inner turmoil right now.
2: Yeah, questioning me all the shit I did for you.
1: I'm literally sweating. I had to close <laughs> my. I'm like
2: sweating. I'm anxious. all this shit that you, you, all these years, get you these two gold medals, and you just meet these two motherfuckers, and they're going to tell you I'm fucked up. <laughs> no, really? Look, I got you all this shit. You just meet these guys, and they're going to tell you I'm fucked up, and you kind of buy it. They're going to change your is mind. you kind of buying it.
1: It's what true. this thing.
2: fucked wrong It's with you? You're true. fucking crazy.
0: Hey, no. I and mean, I love
1: it. We grow at the edges of our experience. You have to. This is a total new I experience love that. for me, and it's a total. This is... I'm so questioning everything. This Listen, no, everything. that's a
2: great way to be. Ego. I'm going to tell you, ego's your enemy, right? Mm. But know what your ego will do? Take you all the way to the fucking... The height that you've never dreamed of. Fucking crush you, drop you, bury you, and bring you back.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
2: bring you back. Yeah. And drop you again. And you say, I give up, oh God. I'm and you might it, And then you might see a reflection of yourself and say... I'm beautiful. What the fuck? Ooh, I need a shirt. And next thing you're back again. This the nigga is some sick shit. <laughs> no, listen, we're laughing, but it's not. No, funny.
1: it is. I know what it's you're saying because again. I've done it a million times. Shit. Of course, you you sports emulate. Sports are that with yeah. your ego. It's like a, the most pure form of it, right? Because exactly. it's you Absolutely. versus another person. So winning and losing is the most pure form of your ego getting what it wants and then crushing you when you don't get listen, what you
2: want. Then, then it goes this way, too. This is funny. You may get the biggest victory of your life from a loss. Mm. It, yeah, it's crazy. You mm. just, oh, fuck. You grab something. And I, you
1: know what I'm also thinking now? And I, I've been sort of on this, leaning towards this more and more. But I look back on my life, and I look back on everything that's happened and this and that. And I'm also I'm beginning to learn and think that what if it's just a journey? Like what if I'm striving for all these things and doing all these things and, but every fucking day, that's what I should have been, that's what I should have been seeing was every day, every time I went to strength and conditioning, not every time I won a fight, but every time I had an interaction with this person or I'd sparred with this person or I did this or I, like every single day, those, that journey, like that's what ran through my mind when I was on top of the podium. It wasn't a gold medal going around my neck like, oh, yeah, I did it. It was, like, it was like a barrage of images of every person who's ever been a part, like every doctor who taped my knee, every training partner, every coach, every moment, every like, little girl who came up to me. All of these faces were just like bombarding my brain, and I was like, fuck, maybe that's what it was about. And this stupid piece of metal doesn't mean shit.
2: You know, um, people like to tear their souls apart. Human beings, like we're the only species that I think like to tear our souls apart. We're afraid of things that we don't, even, that we know don't even exist. Mm. We're afraid of things that we don't—we never even encountered before. Mm. How do we know it's dangerous to us?
1: Our greatest fears are our greatest yeah. waste of time.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: You're dropping some gems.
1: Oh, that's, not, that's not me. That's Jen Sincero. No,
0: that's real stuff. She's the, the, the shit. Time. Well, it's all good, you know? <laughs> Well, Kayla, why don't you tell everybody where they can follow you, find you, find you okay. follow no, it's your story? Really interesting occasion today. Hell yeah! Uh,
1: you can follow me on Twitter. I think it's being changed to Kayla H, but before it was Judo Kayla. You can follow me on Instagram at Judo Kayla and on Facebook Kayla Harrison, and my website is KaylaHarrison.com.
0: All right, man, take us out here. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody, to this episode of Hot Boxing. I think it was a special one. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hot Boxing with my man, Mike Tyson. Lots of love to you guys. Until next time, I'm Evan Britton. I'm Mike Tyson. And this is Kayla Harrison. And we're out.
3: Hi, this is Danny Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I want to take a minute to talk about DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick of the 2018 draft. Definitely has not gotten the attention of high-profile lottery picks Luka Doncic and Trey Young during the early going, but he has been excellent and a key part of the Phoenix Suns being on the precipice of the NBA Finals. Aiton is presenting a matchup nightmare for the LA Clippers that Rudy Gobert simply was not. Gobert is a wonderful player, deserving Defensive Player of the Year, but Aiton puts more pressure on opposing defenses. He's used his size mismatches for offensive rebounds, and he's also been able to contest shots around the basket and make life hard on the Clippers. There too. So it is a huge performance for him, averaging. 20 points 13 and a half rebounds through the first four games of the series and it's been so exciting to see a physically talented player really come into his own on the brightest stage so far of his career hi this is daniel LaRue from the real gm radio podcast it's that time of year again and all eyes are now on the pro basketball hockey playoffs and major league baseball season betonline.net has all the action basketball the playoff battles continue as their teams make the run for the championship america's pastime is in full swing and let's not forget about hockey's chase for the cup. Bet Online has you covered. If you love golf, MMA, championship boxing, they have that too. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, the news, scores, and odds. So head to the website, use your mobile device, and bring home the game with betonline.net.